You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Knock, knock. Who's there? Foreign. Oh, Forno. It's a yeah. Forno. I don't know if you, you guys, stole I that. stole yeah, that joke stole from that. the Liberty Football account. Yeah. I don't know who's running that Love thing it. these days, but we need to get, I think it's Kylan. We need Kylan, to give him Kylan's, a little shout out. Yeah, he's a clever kid. Wow, off the top getting yeah. a shout out. Yeah. Welcome to the Flame Central Podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage. That's what yeah. the Flames are doing. Just running By the competition. Yeah, yeah, past the yeah. competition. Forno to start the season. Um, Flame Central podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay, we have a lot to go through. A lot to cover. We'll uh, re- react to this uh, fourth cover victory me. for the Flames. We'll also talk a little about our Flames fantasy standings. We have mailbag if you want to join good in on the show. Today. Good, good mailbag. Mail really um, it may or may not have to do. I promise we're not going to talk about Taylor Swift. We yeah, want, yeah, we maybe will. a little. Oh, maybe a touch. Okay, maybe, maybe a little. Just a touch. Um, but let's react first to this FIU victory. Yeah. Uh, after the game, Coach Chadwell said, you know, unbelievable effort from the defense and special teams. What was your reaction to the uh, the victory? Yeah, there wasn't uh, much drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think we found out pretty early on how this one was going to go. We talked about last week how FIU, although they were 3-1, and one, the numbers kind of didn't make sense. Uh, and And... I mean, he kind of saw that in, in this ball game. Liberty held them, the defense, to 64 rushing yards in the game, 1.9 rush yards per carry. As we Sam. know, at times that had been a little bit of a struggle for Liberty or, or a perceived struggle. <laughs> they shut him down. The defense forced six three and outs That's in low. this ball game. Uh, so I know that Jamie Chadwell said the most complete game they played defensively, mm-hmm. and I would have to agree with that. Like it just, it just wasn't a game. I mean, there was a little bit of drama, I guess you might say, just because of the couple of turnovers. Yeah. But like Liberty could have hung 50 without batting an eye if they wanted to. Uh, this was just, this was, as mm. Joe Yaku would say, good old fashioned blowout. Tail kicking. Yes. <laughs> okay, that too. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk a little bit about Conference USA and if there's a cliff between. Yeah, some we want to get. Yeah, I do want to get into that. And Joe, and you and I were texting yeah, a little bit about that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this it was not but close. Here, here, here's the here as as my daughter would my daughter Gracie Yock would say. Here's the hashtag bottom line. Okay. okay. Oh wow. <laughs> she's, been, she's been on a fire about that. Okay. Hashtag everything. Every, Hugh every, Swifty. Yeah. Every yeah. yeah, she's a huge Swifty yeah. fan. Huge Swifty. Swifty. Twisty. Twisty. Swifty. Swifty. Swifty fan. Ridiculous, yeah. by the way, yeah. but that's a side note. Yeah. But she she went on a kick where she finished every text to me with hashtag bottom line. Right? Okay. And here's the Liberty Football wow, hashtag. Be, that, yeah. ha- hashtag surprised you hadn't stolen that sooner. I know. I really should have went to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to it now. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna go here's to it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the segment. Yeah. Here's the hashtag bottom line. Yeah. Right. We could turn that into a segment. Yeah. Um, when you look at Liberty on both sides of football. Yeah. Okay. So you got their defensive front seven and their offensive from tackle to tight end. Right. They are dominating within the box, right? And that's where you're starting to see where when you can make that – the, Liberty's never going to have a problem finding skilled position. They're, Jamie Chadwell's never going to have a problem finding a quarterback, mm. right? They, wow. They're going to be able to recruit. They're going to be able to do that. All that secondary-wise, they're going to find skilled players. They're going to – it's a it's a cool place to be at recruiting-wise. It's a great university, yeah. a great culture. All this, but it's – can you find the big dudes 
and at the linebacker position on defense to win inside the box because that's where the game, game football is played. Mm-hmm. And the way the offensive line, the offensive line is, is getting on their block. Dirk's got them getting on their blocks, and then they're chipping up to the second level, yeah. and they're finding the holes in between tackle to tackle. That's yeah. where I get fired up. Yeah, I can right? see that. Yeah, you get fired up because yeah. it's like, that's like, like dudes, yeah. who are, dudes are actually moving. They're yeah. moving. They're, they're getting on a block, chipping to the second level. Guys are pulling, kicking out, creating space, and then the back, bam, they're hitting it right, yeah. up, the, right up the pipe, right? And so you're running the ball with then tackle to tackle. You do that. Everything else, I'll put, put that, that thing on right. Okay. Wow. I that's, feel a little that's, unsafe yeah. around That's here. a hashtag bottom line. <laughs> hashtag right bottom line. That, that is a hashtag bottom line. Bottom line. And on defense, on defense, what you're seeing, and I think this is a, a big part of it, is the patience at the inside linebacker position. Mm. Ty Dupree sort of took that little bit of like, he's more of a more of a pass coverage yeah. guy. Well, guess what? No he's starting to understand to how to play inside backer where you have to show patience and then Bam, you're pouncing on them. And they're doing a really – and getting Kenny Charles back. They're doing a really good job of winning on both sides of the football in the trenches. You do that – you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a tough time, baby. I mean, speaking of Kenny Charles, and that's Charles, the hashtag <laughs> bottom, bottom line. line. Yeah, uh, speaking of Kenny Charles, he made his first return yeah. uh, this season, and wow, I mean, welcome back. And he was maybe he, he, a little bit out of breath there. That he almost back, didn't he? Took, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I think he was just like, "Oh, I'm a little tired." Yeah. But um, incredible game for him. Where five tackles, his, yeah. one sack. A fumble recovery, also that. another half tackle for loss. And he's just warming up. And he's on a pitch oh, yeah. count, he's, essentially. He's yeah, pitch the, count. yeah, so yeah. impressive stuff. Up. Listen, you talk about the run game for Liberty. Second now in the nation in rush yards per game, trailing only Air Force. 271 rush yards yeah, per game. Yeah, Lucas and Cooley both go over 100 yards. Obviously, a factor Salter in. He had 77 in the two scores. I just, Can I just say this? Can, can we get Quentin Cooley a touchdown? <laughs> Forget yeah. the fantasy stuff. I don't care about that. Get the man wait, a wait, touchdown. Me he hasn't scored, hasn't he scored has yet. Scored a touchdown. He's gotten right there. You could see it. Like you could see it. He was like, get, he wants it. Give it to him. Lucas got another. Oh. Caden, don't you have enough by now? <laughs> Haven't you run in enough? <laughs> Can't you let Quentin Cooley no. take one? I let agree. the man Not only taste get, the yeah. sweet nectar of the end zone one time. I know. One he time. gets that down to sell. like the, it, That was re- a really good sell. That's I feel action. for the guy. It was a passionate Give sell. The man, let him get in the end zone. Listen, it's about team, Matt. It's about team. It's not about, you know, you having feelings for one guy so you can score fantasy no. points. No, so, he's no. on my fantasy oh, team. He's not even on my team. Okay. I just want I just want oh, the so, kid okay. to get in the end zone. Then that's legit. I thought you were just trying to alter my I just want Quentin to get in there. However, I did ask Caden Salter if when, when he scores a touchdown this week, can you do the, the little, little salt bay? He did it. I don't know it. what line. I think there was a lineman it that. might have been Chase Mitchell maybe that um, he was doing it with. Yeah. There's a lot of things the you could do with that. Yeah. And if the Flames need the creative genius of Yachtalk to come over and we can talk through some scenarios. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you, can, there, you can flip the A's. Is there an opportunity can, for Caden Salter to get an NIL deal with Morton Salt? I think that's almost there, too easy. Oh, it's right. Almost, give, me, give me something hard because that's right? almost too easy. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> um, however, really yeah. speaking of the offense, uh, Coach Chadwell did admit that the pass game was a little off in this game. They weren't clicking for whatever reason. Do you think that that's just? I'll tell I mean, you who it, it was seemed... clicking, Trayon Sibley, on that slant route yeah. that went to the hizzy baby. <laughs> what a season. For some fantasy points. For, for Trayon Sibley. Sibley. Like, like fantasy. what a season that he's having. What a pickup by Yachtalk. Pick on the up waiver wire. Yacht talk. 
Because he had to drop uh, Von Blue, but we'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, do you think that this was just, should we look too much into this? Um, I mean, I don't know. Coaches have game. to do this, right? They have to nitpick a little bit. That you don't. That's what you do. 11 to 21 for 156 yards, the two scores, the one interception. Uh, you didn't need to pass it. Right. Like, you didn't need it. Right. Like, so, yes, I'm sure, like, he's looking at some plays. I know. Uh, he wants a deep ball back. Chad, well, yeah. yeah. Chad Wolf said, too, there's a couple other ones that he missed. And so, yeah, you want to be perfect. You want to hit. But, like, in the end, like, it was all about the run, and they were dominating on the ground. So, yeah, there's room for improvement. But, like, you won 38 to 6 also. Right. So, like, you can't <laughs> come down too hard on them. At, you know, yeah. at this point. So is there any concern for uh, getting a little cocky? You know, you have, you're you 4-0 to start the season. I don't think cocky. And you're no. going into a bye week. Yeah. Uh, but there think, is I, an October grind coming up. I don't think cocky is the right word. I think complacent is the right word. Yeah. You know, like, could you get a little complacent? You're 4 okay. Could you, you know, feel like as if, oh, maybe we're a lot better than the teams we're playing. And at that point, you start becoming a little bit complacent. Um, and you think, okay, we only got to, you know, you start looking at the schedule. Other players right. do, coaches do. Uh, maybe not so coaches. Coaches always want to be prepared every week so they can go out and dominate. But players will look at the schedule like, oh, we got this team, that team, blah, blah. So we need to really get up for this game. Yeah. These other games, maybe not. So, yes, you could, instead of just saying, listen, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who we play. We are going to get better. We never take a step back. Yeah. We're going to get better ourselves every week. That's hard for the players to do. And then, so whenever you, if you do get better every week, whenever you face that big game, you prepare to face a team and be ready to go instead of taking some step backwards. So complacency is what I'd be more concerned. Yeah, about. that's a little bit of a concern as we just talk about the schedule. Like, you haven't really been tested yet. I yeah. guess you, that Bowling Green game, it was closer than it felt. You know, it was a yeah. one-score game there in, in the second half. But every other game, you feel like, Early second half, it's pretty much been lights out, go home, it's over. Yeah. So so there is some concern there because sooner or later you imagine you are going to be. The Western Kentucky game we've talked about for months. Right. Uh, there may be one or two others you feel like you might, you might get tested in. So, like, are we going to be ready for that moment if you haven't gone through it? That's the only yeah. That's the only concern. It's not really even a concern. It's just a question because we, ha don't, we don't know. We don't know yet how they'll respond when they get in that kind of moment because at some point it's going to come, yeah. whether it's Western Kentucky or somebody else, where it's crunch time yeah. and Caden Salter's got to deliver and he's got to throw a strike and, you know, right. and the okay, right, the pressure's on. Like, then what will happen just because they haven't had to experience yeah, it yet? Right. Yeah, and I mean, when you talk about complacency, complacency, Complacency. I was talking about complacency. Gosh, complacency. I'm not sure what you were talking about. You were talking about. Yeah, right. Monday. Yeah. Just I watched. Yeah. You know, my brain has been on full, yeah. in full go here the last few days with all this football. We'll talk about like CUSA and and yeah. just like the competition and depth in this conference in just a moment. But when you look at some of these other games, or I'm sorry, when you look at this schedule for Liberty going into October, things are going to be a little Same weird. Schedule, it's not. Okay. Yeah. No, this is um, the scores. Oh, scores. But you have Pull Thursday. Thursday yeah, um, against. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. And then you then go you on turn. the road, quick turn Tuesday. at Jacksonville State. Who was Sam Thursday Houston? to Tuesday. Was uh, wasn't he part of uh, the Independence of Texas? Was he? Okay. I believe so. Yeah. Sam Houston. Old uh, Sammy Houston. Uh, oh, Texas yeah, Independence. Sammy. Remember the Alamo, Joe. Remember the Alamo. <laughs> you <laughs> forgot. No, so, no, you forgot. Don't so forget. So it's a bye week, yes, but it's going to be a little shortened with that Thursday game for I the I think Flames. it comes at a good time. Yeah. You, oh, and, and, and every coach but, says this. No matter when their bye week falls, they all try to talk everyone into, like, this is the perfect time for a bye week. We really need it now. Yeah, really, really, this comes at the perfect time. But I think this is good. You get that four games under your belt, yep. a good kind of, as you said, especially with some of these blowouts, 
Kind of, all right, let's check ourselves a little yeah. bit. Little let's refocus. A little self-scout. Little self-scout. Yep. Get ready for Sam Houston at home. Midweek game. Hopefully it's going to be crazy. Yeah. New new kind of situation. So the players should lock in. Oh, you build it up midweek on the oh, mountain yeah. and, and kind of get them fired up. The one that worries me, it's and I've said this for State. a while, just because oh. of how it falls on the schedule is Jacksonville yeah. State. Who, who called Jacksonville State as a sleeper team? That's right. They That would be Yachtop. That's right. Baby. They've been playing well. On the road, Liberty's lost there before, Gosh. and and you have that quick turn. And yep. so that that is the one thing that scares wait, wait, me wait, just time, a little wait, wait. bit. Time so, out, time out, time out. Quick turn. Thursday to Tuesday. Wait, they play Thursday, then Tuesday? Yes. They don't go th- t- Thursday, no. Thursday, Tuesday, Tuesday? No. Thursday, then Tuesday. Oh also, what Jacksonville State has an extra saying? day of rest because I think they play the Wednesday um, before. And Jacksonville Ooh. State just picked up a shutout over Eastern Michigan 21 yeah. nothing this past week. Thursday, so. Tuesday. Yeah, so quick turnaround. Wow. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the schedule. Yeah. Welcome to yeah. fall. I think fall I was, was focused on October. He just takes a one game at a time. I take one game at a time. Right. I was focused on October. And Win the day. And, and I'm winning the day. Okay, I, so, all it says, I thought it was Thursday, Thursday. Then they went Tuesday, Tuesday. But it's no. Thursday, Tuesday. And yeah, and it's okay, Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. wow. Okay, that's tough. Yeah. Um, if you want any more information on the Flames schedule, you can go to libertyflames.com. Or just call me. That's <laughs> just call Joe. Or we can call you, though, if we're looking to buy a home, oh, right? Oh, wow. And especially, especially. No complacency if, here. No complacency. Joe's grinding. We're on top. If you're a Liberty alum or a Liberty staff member, oh. you can get the hookup. We got the hookup. If you're a Liberty alum, go to community.liberty. No, shoot. <laughs> I, I thought you had it. You I was no, about to be so impressed. I looked at you. I know. I was and like, you had a great. I was like, the light bulb just went down. I thought I was like, oh, he studied this week. He's I actually. I that what was is so it? bad. Go on the World Wide Web and Google this up every time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I need to start let, putting it on my rundown. Yeah, put it on the rundown. Um, yes, if you are a Liberty alumni, faculty, staff, employee, uh, you could get up to a Five thousand. That's five thousand. A is cold, real cash? hard, real cash. Wow. That's not fake cash. That's not Jeffrey dollars from from Toys R Us. That is real. <laughs> Cole's cash. It's not Cole's cash, yeah. right? Yeah. We can give it to you in Cole's yeah, cash. Yeah, we could. Do you want it in it, Cole's cash? Yeah. You say, listen, I'd rather have it in yeah. Cole's cash. I'd rather have it in Jeffrey. Dollars. I'm willing to do that. <laughs> but if you want it in real money, yeah. I'm willing to do, do that, that too. too. So That's up good. to five thousand dollar lender credit towards your closing costs at closing. Uh, Friends of Liberty program with Liberty alumni, and uh, it is a great deal. All you have to do is go to. Well, uh, <laughs> there's a number of ways. This is a complete train. Wreck. I think you can go. Here's here you go. I think you can go to alumni community. Yeah, that's dot what liberty. That's dot edu. what I was alumni trying. Community. Alumni I should, community. I need to favorite this so dot every liberty. week I can pull it up. Dot edu. Yeah. Alumni community. Yeah. Dot liberty. Dot edu. Okay, let's talk a little and bit. And that's about the hashtag bottom line. line. Some of the games around the CUSA, shocker here. Troy takes down Western Kentucky 27 to 24. I I watched that. Troy was one and two coming in. Troy's always good, though. Western Kentucky. I know, but still. A lot of drops. And they got the snot beat out of them by Ohio State. State, So that Um, doesn't help. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see how Western Kentucky bounces back this week. I think they, they're they're Middle Tennessee. Tennessee. Not right now, but do some research on how's that quarterback doing? Because he's such a hot shot. So we don't have to do it right now. But yeah, a thousand yards, nine touchdowns, one interception. Um, Yeah, yeah, he's been, he's been pretty good. Oh yeah. So they are hosting. That's on Thursday. Yeah. They play. They host Middle Tennessee a two Thursday. Two games to keep an eye on. If you're a Liberty fan, two games Thursday to keep an eye on. First, yeah, Middle Tennessee 
at Western Kentucky. It's almost like I don't even know why I'm a part of this show. No. This was the next segment. Oh, is it? Oh, perfect. We're just so on, in sync. This is how it works. Yeah, watch that game. One of these days. Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky. I didn't bat That's going to be interesting. Just get rolling. Yeah. And then also Thursday night, Jacksonville State at Sam Houston. So our oh, Liberty's oh, next two oh, opponents oh, nice. facing on ESPNU 8 o'clock Thursday night. So watch that one, a little, little early scout. Midweek yeah. on the midweek on the mountain's a good name, by the way. It is gonna be good. So uh, Nebraska um, beat Louisiana Tech this past week, 28-14. Jacksonville State has been around that game for quite a while. So that's yeah. another team to keep an eye on as we move forward. Yeah, uh, Nebraska scored 14 in the fourth quarter. So I know that. the coaches don't want to hear this, but we need a nail biter. Liberty? Yes. Well, I don't think you're gonna get yeah. it next Thursday. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later, but um, yeah, we'll we'll preview yeah, that game. We'll We're it. going to have a, a maybe a women's soccer guest next week. Yeah, hey, they so are just yeah. on fire. This course, they went six nothing. I know over it's not six Houston nothing. State. It's six nil. Okay, soccer it's head over soccer, here. Yeah, right. okay. Liberty has six nil on the pitch. Liberty Andy simply ran out of pitch. That's that's how that's how they talk. Um, they they their their uh, subject verb agreement is that what it's called? Don't look at yeah. me on that. <laughs> Liberty have. Been it's crushing it lately. Instead of Liberty has been crushing it. Liberty have been crushing it lately. So you can just follow me for any oh. soccer well, listen, news. <laughs> we should mention too, next week, assuming Joe can be there, is the first mm-hmm. week. We're gonna we're gonna double up on a, on podcast next week. Oh. We'll go Monday. Oh, oh Monday, Friday. Oh, Monday, Friday. And, and we can preview you Sam, Sam Houston. We can do soccer. There. There's a one lady duck swim in circles. And then Friday morning. We're going to be back here to recap Thursday night's game. So, quick turnaround. We have a quick turnaround, too. Just like the football That's team, right. we have we're a quick prepared. turnaround. Yeah. It is not we'll easy, hydrate. but we'll sure do we're it beat for up. It. Sure, we're a little bit yeah. bruised, a little battered, but right. we compete. Houston took down Sam Houston, which is Liberty's next opponent, 38 to 7 this past week. Colorado State oh. Oh. beat uh, Middle Tennessee, 31 23. UNLV, 48 28 over UTEP. And then Hawaii beat uh, your uh, boy Diego, Diego Pavia, yeah. twenty to really? seventeen. Yeah, Ooh, mm-hmm. close, yeah, close game on the road at Hawaii. That would be awesome to just go out and like play some football in Hawaii. Uh, yeah. um, play Hawaii. I got a good Hawaii joke. <clears throat> it's quick too. Okay. I heard this the other day. Okay. Do you know that it's against the law to laugh loudly in Hawaii? You have to maintain aloha. <laughs> Okay. That um, was actually way better than I expected. <laughs> which wow. tells you something about where my expectations are. <laughs> but that was that was actually pretty good. Uh, All yeah. right. This podcast has well, been too, maybe right one of really our worst. Did. We have bold prediction yeah. recaps, uh, mailbag and flames fantasy standings yeah. in just a moment. But uh like I was saying that or like Matt was saying, Western Kentucky hosts Metal Tennessee, yeah. Sam Ho. Sam Houston hosts Jacksonville State. And then on Friday, it's UTEP hosting Louisiana Tech. So a couple of those um, earlier games to to catch while the Flames are on a bye week. What I want to ask you guys, when you look at some of these scores and when you look at just the final scores of um, Western Kentucky and Liberty, is there like a huge drop-off when it comes to this COSA or this conference overall? Well, I mean... Here's the scary thing. I mean, this is. Here's the scary I'm thing. I'm really interested to hear Matt Warren's Here's the opinion, scary thing. I value his opinion. Now, to be fair, Liberty's I only two games into his conference <laughs> schedule, right? Right. But the scary thing is, this is Jamie Chadwell year one. Yeah. With a bunch of guys he hasn't in, had any of his history with. Right. Have no history in his system mm-hmm. that he's just come together and he's rolling people. Yeah. They are rolling <laughs> people. 
And as you look around the conference, like for instance, let's just let's just jump to it real quick. Sam Houston next next on the schedule. Yeah. Sam Houston is last in the nation in yeah. offense. Very they score ball. three points per game. Very three points a game. They are not to run down the Bearcats. They're last in the nation in yards per game. The second to last team in the nation averages almost 100 more yards per game than they do. So they have been what about an those offensive stats, nightmare. Joe Yark? And that's He's so that's the next one. So barring something crazy happening, Liberty should roll again. I, they'll probably be like 21 point favorites in that game. So the liberty. scary thing is, and take liberty. To come. Take liberty the scary thing is, like this is year one, and we'll see what Western Kentucky is. We expect them to be really good, but if there is that kind of drop off, and Liberty under Chadwell is only going to continue to improve, like, like how this long could do you have to be in this, this could get. Now, I don't want to run down the conference because you want to give these programs chance to grow, and some of them are moving up. You know, like Jacksonville State and Sam yeah. Houston are moving up yeah. to the FBS level. You want to give it time. But I think if you're Liberty and you're looking ahead down the line and you're thinking, okay, 12-team playoff, we want to be in that spot, yeah. all of that, number one, you're a little concerned if the rest of the conference doesn't step up because people are going to be like, who'd you play? Right. Look at those it's guys. The, the so that may make you think like, okay, we've got to schedule a little bit better in the non-con, which I'm sure is an emphasis anyway. But like this year's non-conference schedule, I don't think is going to cut it moving forward yeah. if the conference as a whole isn't better than what – it looks like right. they are right now. Is that fair? That's very fair. And, you know, when you look at Liberty's 4-0, okay, and I think this is correct. I'm not as statistical oh as my horn. Wow, places. neither of us can talk today. Yeah. Welcome to my okay, life. We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get through it. Um, but Liberty's ranked, what, 60th in the nation right now. I believe they that did receive out. a vote. I believe in the coaches poll. Yeah, but, but vote, I think but yeah. yeah, but I think overall 16 days. So that tells you like a team 4-0 ranked 16 days. So the question is, what to your point, is with the schedule that they're going to play, how far can you? What, what's what your take? ceiling? Like how far can yeah. you actually go? Yeah. Like can you even get into the top 25? Right. If you're undefeated, if you're undefeated, how high can you, you beat climb? Western Kentucky. You beat Western Kentucky twice. You're undefeated, right? You're sitting at what would that be? 13 and 0. Yeah. Right? Like, where are you in the ranking? So, are you sort of hamstrung in the conference to be able to be like one day, like, hey, we're trying to get into the college football playoffs? Well, guess what? You got to be 12. Yeah. You got to be in the top 12 to get there. Is that even possible whatsoever? Unless you're playing some legit. Unless you go out of conference and you beat a couple legit teams. But then that also gets into. When you go out of conference, when you play in a conference, this is the, being yeah. independent helped you so much because your schedule's wide open, right. right? If you go in conference, there's only so many slots that right. you can fit with other teams, and so what teams can you actually get a, the opportunity to play? They're in a, they're it's in a very difficult spot. And to, to Matt's point too, it's well, like, but it's also a good problem to have in some ways too because it's like you're so dominant yeah. that you're now worried about these things. Correct. Right? Nobody else in Middle Tennessee, no knock, they're not worrying about. The conference's strength as a whole. They're just trying to win. They're trying to win. That's right. But Liberty right now, it appears, is in a different. They're in a different stratosphere. Yeah. So they can worry about this. Yeah. All right. Let's just Just not get ahead of ourselves. Just keep winning. Just take it one week at a time, boys. But yeah. Um, But all that to say. But the other, the other thing too, to Matt's point, is it's only gonna. They're only Liberty's does their ceiling so much higher because they're only gonna recruit better. They're only the 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 ability to hire really good coaches as they've done to pay them well to hire them is is only it's going to continue to grow and improve right and so I think with a lot of these other teams like they're they're just very limited to what they can do the I mean the other part of it too is I think and I don't know about all the other sports but as as the 
athletics as a whole, what Ian McCaw is dealing with as a whole, is my gut tells me that they're going to dominate across the board. And I don't may, may not understand right about that, but when you start looking at soccer and volleyball and track and field and all the different sports, uh, field hockey, all the different sports out there, I got a feeling that it's going to well, be field hockey, yeah. but no, still, I, I see think, what you're saying. But I think even across the board, it may okay. be a Liberty, Western Kentucky, and yeah. everybody else. Right. And 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 honestly, going back to all this conference stuff, I know nobody like it feels dumb saying this first year in CUSA, but like the number of emails we get from fans that say. When can we move to another conference? Yeah. <laughs> like you're in year one. Like so, so let's let's hopefully Liberty can dominate the we way. We sound that, like a bunch of spoiled brats right, right no, now. No, it's true. It's true. But you it hope does. Liberty's able to dominate the way we think they can, yeah. so that then that becomes they kind of force the issue. Exactly. You know? Amen right. to that. We'll see what happens. I mean, we got to just slow our that's roll. Hashtag bottom line, we, as we, we say. We're yeah. only four games in right. when we're speaking about football. Yeah. Um, wait, okay, wait, 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 let's let's some of our bold predictions before we get to mailbag. Bold predictions. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bold prediction right. right here. Okay. Sorry. Our bold predictions against FIU. Joe Yock went 55-7 victory okay, for Liberty. So I said a blowout. I got it. Oh, uh, okay. Check. You said Quentin Reese, two picks and a forced fumble. You went very specific there. That, that, that didn't, didn't happen. happen. That's okay. Keep That's battling, right. Quentin. You're Emily went 48-14. Liberty yeah. wins. She beat me there. In the ballpark. Uh, Salter over 350 passing. Yeah, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. He went 156. Okay, I didn't know we were going with more of a ground game. Yeah, 100 rushing. He got 77. <laughs> Come on, Warren. Give me something where you were close. I predicted Liberty would score 38 points. No, you they didn't. did. I predicted. No, you did. I did. Oh, see. Redemption. It you know is what? Un- I okay. heard about it from so One many people. Week. Oh, you picked a full <laughs> prediction with a guy that wasn't on the team. <laughs> what did you say the final score was going to be? I said 38-17. So I, I was off. No, that's you know, no, I was that, off by a little bit. Yeah, you have was been really hype on it. No, him. I also said I know, Liberty forces really four times. turnovers; they only forced two. And I said two tight end touchdowns with when after Hanshaw caught the first, first touchdown one, of the yeah. game. I'm like, I'm you're cold. set. Only got the one. Mm. This week's winner in bowl prediction goes to our very own Mr. Matthew Thank Warner. Thank you. Okay. I think I, I think I did. This is I've been pumping your tires wore, a lot lately. This is the guy coming yeah. from a guy who wore double gray today. Double, now, <laughs> why are you taking personal gray. shots? <laughs> now, 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 oh, my gosh. You guys do that all the time shots. at each other. When I join I wear, in, you know, it's not okay. It was, it if was, anybody feels bad for me, yeah. you can send a note to flamecentral at liberty.edu. It's our mailbag. You can do comments, questions, or criticism. Or you can just, you know, make me feel better about myself. Or or just go to www.com. Doublegray.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say yeah. alumni community. I, I, was, I, was I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to the mailbag, and then we'll do Flames Fantasy standings and get out of here. Okay, here, here's a great mailbag question. Every this comes to us. Make, mailbag. Thank you. All right, this comes to us from our friend Sam. He's reached out many times. Sam he Houston? Asks, <laughs> he asks, and he actually asked this Sam is. I love Sam. last week. Wasn't able to get to it last week. I was on the road. But he asked, will 2023 Caden Salter be better than 2020 Malik Willis statistically? Great question. So mm. I dove into the numbers. He is not of afraid course, of that. See, Matt, Matt Warner is in control what? of all this stuff, so he can dive into the numbers. Right. He go, knows. Listen, Joe can't even say statistically. <laughs> you want him diving into the numbers? Is this what we're doing? Come on. I'm a little bit complacent. He's a little complacent. Complacency, <laughs> yeah. CC. This is a disaster. Right. Here, let me break numbers. down the numbers for you, okay? 
Malik Willis, 2020, that magical 2020 season. It was only 10 games yeah. uh, for him that year. Yeah. Uh, went 20, just over 2,200 yards, passing 20 touchdowns, 944 rushings, 14 touchdowns. So that's just for those of you keeping track at home. 3,200 total yards, 34 touchdowns, okay, in 10 games. 34 the, touchdowns? Yep, total touchdowns. The following year, so 2021, played more games, went, I'll just skip the chase here, 3,700 total yards, 40 TDs. Now, wow. The record book online hasn't been updated past like the Buckshot era. I believe the 40 total TDs is the, most, the is the most responsible for by any one player in Liberty history. 40 okay. touchdowns. So yeah. that was in 13 games. So Caden Salter, if you project through just 12 games, okay. you'll have the chance for what? 14, 14. with a championship yeah. and a, but let's yeah. just say it's through, through 12, 12, right? He projects to 3,500 total yards. Oh. So just under Malik. Wow. But he projects to score or be responsible for 48 touchdowns at this wow. point. That would blow that number, that record out of the water. So wow. a, in terms of yardage, very similar. There you touchdowns go, way over the top. Now, maybe he lets Quentin Cooley score a touchdown the rest of the way, so that number could come down a little bit. We'll see. But uh, I doubt that. <laughs> yeah. But that would that would obviously set the record for Liberty most touchdowns He's responsible for. And would be one of the great seasons in Liberty history, right. period. That's so that's great exciting. question, and it was interesting diving into the. Hey, well done, Matt. Well done. Uh, Once again, pumping his time. That's right. Playing off of that, our next mailbag question. <laughs> this comes to us from our old friend Thomas, reaching out. Tommy. He wants to know. Tommy boy. <laughs> do we think Salter's success? Movie. That is a great movie. <laughs> he looks in the back and there's. That is a great. <laughs> that <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 little coat, yeah. I know, you don't yeah. know the words. No, that's, that, that's a great movie. <laughs> All right, he wants to know, do you think Salter's success is because of him just natural improvement during the offseason, or does Chadwell's offense just fit him better? Also, does does it just help not having quarterbacks getting yanked around in and out? Like, I think what, what do you think – has played a bigger role in his success this year. I think that just having Willie Korn and and this staff surrounding him and and kind of like starting from from step one with him learning this offense has helped has helped. Uh, what I say? Clean slate. Just oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just just that and and that belief, right? And that confidence in him. And it's not no knock on Hugh Freeze right. or or the the um, other staff, but it's just like. When you start from scratch, I think it's a lot easier to build that together and knowing that they're not going to pull you when you make one little mistake. You think you first like to have Caden Salter right now? Mm. That's a story for another day. Joe, what do you think? Oh I, I, I think it's 100% that this offense is perfect for Caden Salter, mm. right? It's, it's the clarity of the vision, the clarity of the direction, the clarity of the offense that is is coming together for Caden. When you're, and when you're able to put the triple option element into the offense where you can run the football, attack the edges, stress defenses so much, and then on top of it, you take two things. His athleticism, right, yeah. the threat of him running the football, and then the second thing is his ability to throw a really good deep ball, right? When you have those two weapons at your disposal, there's so much more you can do within the running game because you keep safeties in the secondary back. You spread people out, which allows you to be able to run the ball and – it puts so much stress on a defense to have his style of athleticism. And then I think the other thing, too, is that what Caden isn't given enough credit for is that, and he's starting to show this, he's a smart quarterback. 
Like, he's making his reads. He's making his throws. He's going through his progressions. Like, this isn't easy to do with all the different elements they ask for in this offense. So, but overall, I think this offense is tailor-made for a guy like him. Yeah, and I think once you have an offense that is made for you, it makes it a lot easier for Caden. Like, when we were coming between spring, I guess, and summer, he really dove into the playbook. Right. Like, we heard that he was watching more film than any other guy in that quarterback room. So, I think that that is another huge leap. I think there's a lot of different elements. And so I want to say this, right. too, because we it, all – oh, go ahead. It was a little edgy for him for a while in the transition. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, it was a little bit – but I think finally in – in talking with Coach Chadwell, that he that Caden made the decision, like, okay, all right, I'm not, I'm going all in, yeah. right? Yeah. And once he made that decision on his own, like, guess what? I hate to break the news to you, Caden, but Jamie Chadwell ain't budging, right? You're gonna do it. You're gonna, he's gonna, he's got his offense. It's proven. Right. He's been successful. The guy's national coach of the year, right? So he has, he doesn't have anything to prove. He just has to say, okay, you guys need to buy into what we're doing. And I think when Caden finally made that decision that he's going to buy into what Coach Shadwell's doing, what Willie Korn's doing, Newland Isaac, that whole offensive staff, at that point, then you saw the thing starting to roll. Right. Yeah, a couple things. Uh, we give so much credit to the new staff because they are new and that they obviously played, have played a huge role. Also, I think major credit to Caden for doing the work. Correct. Right. right? So, like, let's right. make sure, That's like, we saying, could get yeah. that too. The other thing I'll say, and I've said this a lot, and I feel like this gets forgotten quite a bit, is going back to last year, remember, he missed five games with injury in the middle yeah. of the year. And injury. he played that ODU game we found out later. He was hurt then. Yeah. Yeah. So he really, like, six games were affected by that. So in some ways, you'd say his growth was probably stunted, sure, by the yanked in, in and out and all that stuff, but right. also because he missed half the yeah. season. Mm -hmm. so, so maybe some of the growth he's done here recently – he could have experienced some of that last year healthy, right. if he had been healthy. Yeah, and that's why you can't like get on Coach Freeze too much because right. he was dealing with a lot of different. BYU Arkansas. Yeah, I know B the finish. Yeah, we all exactly. remember that. But, exactly. You know. John, I mean, JB goes out and and beats right. BYU in Arkansas, and so you, and then you got injuries. You got so many factors that play into yeah, it. Yeah. So having the collect, my point is having the collect the clarity of direction to be able to say, okay, this is our guy, and yep. then he's running the offense and doing a great job with it. I mean, so. look back to his high school numbers and stuff. Oh, like no. he he was that. I'm pretty sure. He's the highest rated recruit we've ever had. He's a four-star out, yeah, out of high school. So yeah. it's not like he didn't have it. No. I think that that you transition is You just watch him at just... a practice, and you're like, yeah, okay, that that's more like when you saw the ball come out of Malik's hand, yeah, and you're exactly. like, whoa, that's different than any dude I've seen before. He's right. more in that in that ballpark. Yep. All right, last, last uh, mailbag, mailbag question. question. This comes to us from Mark. He wants to know, and this goes into a conversation we were having before. You brought up Taylor Swift and wow. Travis Kelsey, and that's been all the time. Who's not talking about that, right? Uh, Mark wants to know, talking to us, are we flattered <laughs> when someone recognizes us in public and asks about a recent Flame Central podcast, or are we flustered that we're not able to go about our daily lives in peace? It is so difficult. I mean, the amount of attention that the Flame Central podcast— People don't know the burden. It is so so okay. difficult they see to all be. the glitz and glamour. They don't know <laughs> the curse of fame. You know, it's tough. Yeah, right. It's tough. Yeah. You know, and and yeah. it, a lot of that depends on whether if or if not I have my security with me. Right. right. Oh, my gosh. So if security well, you did follow it up by saying Joe does say he's a man of the people, for the people, with the people. So you better be careful how you answer this. Yeah, one. so this is what I've made a decision. Yeah. I made a decision like, you know what? Because I am a man of the people, yeah. for the people, a lot of security companies have come to me. Sure. I've said no, 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 no. I am of the people, with mm -hmm. the people, for the people. 
and the people. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what the last yeah, one was no, there, I so I just went with and the people. Yeah. So no, no security. Yeah. I'll tell you what. No security. No security. <laughs> Don't need security, yeah. right? We. I, I love it. I yeah. love seeing the fans out on, on the great. streets. It's great. Absolutely. Love. The I, more, the more, the better. Yeah. I love it, and I've told these guys a story before. I was walking on the trails, I, and I don't even know Blackwater Creek trails. And I go, Stanley. And somebody goes, I know that voice. I know that voice. Is that the voice of an angel? Is no. that the lady? No, I'm the host of the Flame <laughs> yeah, Central podcast yeah. powered by yeah. Cover Mortgage. That's, That's where I know your voice. Yeah. It's a lady so, who wore that scary mask. It is That's actually the most obnoxious. Um, but I was telling the guys, dating Taylor Swift or anyone famous, like being that famous, Justin Bieber, you can't do anything. Yeah. You can't go anywhere. You have to like go on your own island or you can't go to dinner. You can't I mean, just walk in out Coco Mortgage. Every time I go to cookout, it's like, please just let just me. Just let me have let my, me shake. my chicken case. Can I just have my cookies peace. and cream shake and yeah. be in peace? So uh, I w- that would be miserable you're a to lot me. You like Taylor Swift. I, wow. Okay. Uh, fame wise. Well, okay. Yeah, fame wise. Okay, well. Uh, but I want to mention this too. Mark asked, he actually wants to come, he requested, could he come to a live taping? Wow. Oh, yeah. So we may be you able to work something out. You know how many times we have to step down from these? Yeah. That yeah. Take Come a while. on, Mark. Yeah, how the sausage <laughs> is made. Bring it but, on, Mark. We and it's funny. He even mentioned, he goes, I can even park at Barnes & Noble <laughs> if that's what I need to do. Man, so he that, is an avid listener. That story Mark. has by far yeah. been Marky the Mark. most impactful thing this impactful podcast story. has ever done. Yeah. 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 Wow. So that's it. That's it for the mailbag. Okay. Well, I'll have to think of some other blog Keep the mailbag going. Keep the mailbag going. Where do you go to? What is it? Flame Central at liberty.edu. Yeah. Send us your questions. Flame Central at liberty.edu. Yeah. This has gone on way longer than what it needs to, but we're going to wrap things up with the Flames Fantasy League Let's standings. And um, bold predictions. Basically, this, no, isn't, no, we can wait, wait. this isn't the Flame Central podcast. It's basically Matt Warner's show, Powered by Alcova okay. Mortgage. But hey, go ahead. I mean, well, this jealousy is just... I know, it hurts. Uh, yeah. It's because he's so good. good pump, yeah. pump, 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 pump. All right, here we go. <laughs> Flames Fantasy League. It is so ridiculous. It's about to get worse. No. Uh, Flames what? Fantasy League. You're kidding me. All right, so Joe right. had Vaughn Blue, number one overall pick in our league. Went to the waiver wire. Per our agreement before the season, the injury clause, you can drop a player due to injury, pick someone up. So he dropped Vaughn Blue, picked up Trayon Sibley. Turned out to be a great addition. He leads the Flames in receiving. Does, does this and he had a touchdown this week. He got 15 points from Trayon. There's no way I only got 15 he got points from Trayon. How many catches did only he two. have? Only two. Only two Only two catches. Now he had the 83 yards uh, touchdown. You know what? Hold on. Yeah. Hold Thank on. You. Let me hold on. Let's Six, adjust that. Well, did I give live. you too much? Stop. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Hold on. It was an 83 yard touchdown. Was, no, 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 I should have 16 no, 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 points. No, no, no. You get 10, you get one point per 10 yards, right? Is that uh, right? No, that's right. Again, it's 16 this points. This is why yeah. I have Six, an issue with Matt being in charge yeah, of everything. Points. No, no, that's right. Okay, keep yeah, going. Yeah, that's right. 15.3 points. Uh, Bailey Hanshaw, 12.8. Didn't get much out. Outside of that, uh, so you end that's up it? with 29.6 points for this week, a total of 102.9. Now, that sounds pretty good when you look at Emily's team. Because Emily, yes. while Quentin Cooley, you know, 100-yard game, couldn't get in the end zone, get the man touchdown. Uh, nobody else really did anything. Nothing, 10 points. So you end up with 15.4. So you're at 117. So Joe's oh, at 102, you're at 117. He's closing the gap. I had... Billy Lucas got in the end zone, 16.2 this points. This is where I stopped pumping your tires. Uh, Elijah Smoot didn't do much. <laughs> Kyle and Austin didn't do much. Tyron Dupree has been a monster. I can't believe this is points. his first year with the Flames. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jolly three and a half. I put up 36 and a half points. I'm at 156. So I'm threatening to run away with this thing. 156 wow. to 117 to 102. 
I did the numbers here to see just overall our leading scores. Tyron Dupree on the year scored 52 points. That's the best in the league. C.J. Daniels just under 44. Joe's leader right now is Bentley Hanshaw with 32 and a half. So maybe Sibley can help you kind of climb back so into this thing. So it's, it's ridiculous. Possible. Well, um, let me take the week off and think about it. We all need to see a bye what week, I'm going to do. That's we all yeah. Oh, that, that's Everybody's right. And that leads us to the other clause, which is after week four, we can go to the waiver wire. Oh, that's wire. right. So, nine, so it goes lowest. Oh, you might want to look into lowest that, Joe. to highest. Yeah. So Joe, with the lowest, you would have the first opportunity to yeah, make a move right now, I'm picking up then emily then me would you like to make a move on the air right now live? i would make a move on the air right now do you want to crunch the numbers no but he's hurt candy charles he's back he's, he's available back. give me candy charles you want kid to re- to replace uh white brown whitehead or i need Reese? some time to okay. prepare I, I, you don't I, have to answer now get, I, I love brown whitehead but get him out put candy charles candy charles replacing yeah. and moving done forward. got it Thanks yeah. so much for listening or watching the Flame Central podcast. It's powered by whatever he works for. Powered by Alcova Morgan. For Joe and Matt, I'm Emily. We will see you. Remember, two Monday. shows next week. We'll start right. things off with Monday. Dose. Have a good bye week.